Welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapel. How y'all doing? <laughs> it's 2.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time. Very early Sunday uh, morning here in NYC. And I think the rain has stopped falling. It was a very um, serene, peaceful, rainy Saturday afternoon. And I got a lot done. But this evening, now this morning, we're going to be talking about dating multiple people at the same time. Um, mostly this is really geared to women. But I know for a fact it's going to be called serial dating. Um, before I begin, though, I wanted to shout out Tim Araneta, who is a listener on Anchor. Uh, he recently sent me some positive feedback on my karaoke chapel episode where I was singing uh, A Part of Your World on the Anchor platform you can applause. So I got a round of applause from Tim Araneta. I just wanted to say, hey, thank you for listening. If you still listen, I don't know if that was the only episode you caught, but that was encouraging. I appreciate any and one of you who put up with my foolishness. And I just, for the record, I am not drunk or tipsy when I do these things. I don't know, it's just... Something takes over me. <laughs> and, and then, you know, um, what you get is uh, those little little spurts of um, chapel coming out. But, yeah, so again, we're going to be talking about serial dating. Um, it's really complicated when you talk about it, though, because you have people who serial date and they don't sleep with um, all of the people they're dating or the men that they're dating. Um, they probably won't until they make a connection with them or dating exclusively. But then you have people who are just um, trying to have a good time. And no one's judging or anything, but um, I found some articles that discuss those who do it and are for it. Um, Of course, I pulled up some statistics for us. And also there's an article here that says, um, by a woman who says that she tried it and she failed miserably. So we'll be discussing that. But Also, I wanted to discuss, will taking a lover today make it harder to be happy with a spouse tomorrow? Or just someone be with someone in a committed relationship will make it harder. When you start a new relationship, do you care if your partner or your new love has slept with one, ten, maybe a hundred people in the past? If the answer is yes right? When deciding today whether or not to have a casual sex relationship, do you truly and honestly, if you're honest with yourself, do you weigh out the benefits of that relationship against the cost in terms of how it might affect any future relationships? Basically, the ones that's going to matter the most, not the ones that you're entertaining right now, which is kind of like the Mr. right now, the, the, the Mrs. right now, Ms. right now, you know. Sexual history, though, like, period, is an interesting personal quality, one that people don't really maybe talk about out loud, as in something that they honestly look for in a partner, but it is something that is one both by choice and one that goes beyond um, our control. So I guess what I'm saying is when it's beyond our control, once it's done, it's done. 
You know what I mean? Like, maybe everybody doesn't know what you did because, you you know, we don't write about it in our online dating profiles or our bios or wherever we, we know we are. And we don't maybe publicly, you know, kiss and tell. But, again... Sexual history is a quality that many people care about when looking for a husband, wife, or potential partner. So right now, I want to talk about um, something that I came across in my readings and my research, which was called um, the market size effect. And I'm going to break down to y'all what that is. So Ask Men conducted a survey in 2013 called The Great male survey now if we presume if we presume that the survey results reflect the views of all men which is probably unlikely right because for all we know they i don't we know it isn't exactly it could have been 100 men that they asked and obviously they didn't ask all the men of the world so they obviously based their findings only or solely on the ones that they asked but But if we were to presume that those survey results did reflect their views, then a woman's number of past sexual partners would limit her market size or her her marriage market size value as follows. And this is what I found. According to the study now, this ain't got, it's not my opinion, this is a study conducted by ass men. They say a woman who has had more than 100 Past sexual partners would only have access to the 25% of men who do not care about her sexual history. So automatically, a woman who has had more than 100, according to the study, they already slice their chances of potential um, or their, their their potential market size value, whatever they sliced it in by seventy five percent, according to the study. Now, a woman who has between 20, 20 to one hundred past partners would have access to a further eight percent of men who only care about her sexual history once her number of sexual partner exceeds 100. So there's a group of men who pretty much don't care about how many men you slept with until you hit guy 101. But this group of men, according to the study, is only 8%. Okay? Who, who but women between 20 and 100 wouldn't care. Now, unless unless you went over 100. And now it says a woman with 10 to 20 past partners would have access to a further 19% of men who only care about her sexual history once her number of sexual partners exceeds 20. A woman with, did you hear that? And then it says a woman with between 1 to 10 past partners would have access to a further 39%. So a woman with anywhere between 1 to 10 past partners would have access to 39% of men who only care about her sexual history 
once her number of sexual partners exceed 10. And lastly, a woman with no past sexual partners would have access to the final 9% who will only care if she has had more than one partner. Okay, and again, this is um, the Great Male Survey that was conducted in 2013 by Ask Men. You can go online and look that up. Now, I just want to say that uh, this was called, or this is what they are calling the um, market size value or a woman's marriage market size. Okay. And those are the percentages of that you have access to. So now I'm just going to go out and say um, that I don't have any data that directly measures how a man's sexual history might limit his marriage market. Um, but I think it would be a mistake to assume that women like us women do not care about a potential love interest sexual history, especially if she's concerned or, you know, about his ability to be faithful or a faithful partner in a relationship. Um, by the way, no one should take this um, evidence or this study or these numbers, I guess, you know, like as the final answer, because like I said, you didn't ask all the men ever. I'd like surveys to me because what I hear all the time, even when they take polls in the city, they're like, well, so-and-so um, percentages of people that live in the city said this. I'm like, well, you didn't ask me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know that those numbers are correct. So you, didn't ask, you didn't ask everybody, a lot of people that I know out here. So, you know, but I think uh, it is still fair enough to say that the results are consistent, at least with the theory that people who have had many sexual partners have um, found love on a more limited marriage market than those um, who have had few sexual partners in the past. Now, what I wanted to say about this is that um that doesn't mean that you should change you know what to each their own obviously i have my own personal preferences and views and i'll share them as i read the articles in the next segment um but this is just something that we're just bringing up as a topic of discussion now obviously here we're talking about people and their sex women and their sexual partners but to be fair in the up and coming segments i have three articles by three women um who are solely dating according to what they say and maybe one of them, yeah, I mean, one of them says that if they do meet somebody that they have an attraction to or if they decide to get exclusive, which it either hardly gets to that, um, then they'll sleep with them. But we'll be discussing that. So I have this article here um, that I'll bring up in the next segment called 15 Problems Only Women Dating Multiple People Will Understand by Lane Moore on Cosmopolitan.com. And then we'll visit bold.com and read uh, Stasi reads, I'm dating multiple guys and I love it. And then we'll close out with, um, I tried dating multiple people at once and failed epically by Budin on bold.com. So I'm going to take a break and I will be back shortly after, after the break. Chapel's Corner. Thank you. 
Yeah, serial dating is foreign to me. I don't, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't serial date. I couldn't, first of all, um, I don't guess we miss like one at a time. I can't necessarily serial date. I've had many admirers at one time. I think when I was younger, I, I could have, I did it more, if you want to call it that. It was just easier when you were younger. My feelings weren't as much, I don't know, I guess I felt more empowered. If I, I don't know. But even then, it always came time to choose a guy, you know, and then eventually, we know, one of them would become my boyfriend. And then it was always, even if you were, it wasn't really serial dating as a kid because you don't really date as a kid. It's like you, you talk to guys, you have crushes and stuff, you talk to them on the phone, you may hang out with them, go meet them in the park or something. But um, as my adulthood, though, I had no serial dating. As a matter of fact, the, the dates, if I did accept them, as few and far between as they were, it's either they didn't go anywhere, but I never really had that there was like, a, you know, many or more than one or three or four as one of these women are going to say in the article that um guys that they had liked or found attracted to that was also attracted to them that they were dating all at the same time and it's not really anything that i aspire to do um i don't judge anybody that does it it's just for some people i think and for others not so much and also i'm a um, demisexual so i don't necessarily like or i'm attracted i mean i can see a guy don't get me wrong and say that he's attractive on the physical but for me it has to be more of a you know most i think even before i could even accept a date because um i get bored rather easily and it's very hard for me to to entertain something that i can tell if i'm you know what i just can't you know and i also wear my emotions on my sleeve so maybe through my expressions or something you might start to see that i'm bored either way it doesn't happen for me but we're going to go um into this article now which is really straight to the point. It just simply lists 15 problems only women dating multiple people will be able to understand. And I feel like when I read this one and then the one I'll read, the last one, the third one that I'll read, which is the last one, that exactly the problems that she said she faced or the, the one that said she failed epically is exactly the reasons why I feel like for me it just wouldn't work out. So with that being said... Let's read what Lane Moore has to say. She says, um, what if they all know each other? I mean, you know what I'm saying? This world is way too small. I feel like they say there's like three degrees of separation or that like everybody's separated by three people or something like that. It's a really, really small world. And sometimes you don't realize how small it is right away. It could be like a few years later and you'll just realize like, oh my God, this person knows this person, that's that person, knows this person. And, um... The world really is that small. So she says, um, I mean, I haven't met their friends yet. And heck, it doesn't have to be their friends. You might have dated somebody's uncle <laughs> and you're dating the guy now. And this is what might happen. This is what I'm afraid of. Like, right? I dated this guy. I dated this guy. It could have been two different years or two different time frames. Not even, like, really close to each other. But then, like, I get really serious with one or I find him. And maybe I think he's the one and he really likes me, too. And he brings me to, like, the function or the barbecue or something. And there's like, yeah, like his brother or his cousin or best friend or god brother, you know, something like that. Co-worker, it could be anybody's. It's like, oh, that's also from around the way. <laughs> like, no, that's like horrific. And I'm just thankful to say, I'm, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that, I, like I say, I pride myself in. But one of the things I pride myself in is, is that a guy that I date, he can take me just about anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And it's just going to be like, girl, don't know this girl or whatever. But 
anyway, the world is really that small. So let's see what she says. Because I think with every point she puts in, like, her own personal thing. Let me see. I don't know. What if they all know each other? I mean, I haven't met all their friends yet. So it's possible they all hang out in some sort of sports league situation. And next thing I know, I'm showing up to one of their football games and realizing I'm dating the entire cast of Friday Night Lights. That's not cute. I'm sorry, too. You want to schedule them back to back, but you see enough sitcoms to know that's not a good idea. Ugh, she says. But it'd be so much easier to schedule one after the other so I don't have to go home in between. Preferably at the same bar so I could just sit there all night motionless like a like a beach seal like yeah in a perfect world in a perfect world you could just line them up back to back like you're gonna exactly like you're gonna okay look you got the date with him let's say you started with him at seven and you say you're gonna go with him till about 8 30 you really think by 8 30 sharp you're gonna be right back at your house or he or he's gonna have left the bar by 8 30 sharp so that by like um or no, yeah, so that by 9 o'clock, I mean, it doesn't work that way. Like, it just doesn't work that way. And then you start juggling stuff. And then you feel bad. I don't know, I just feel like a lot of stuff comes with it. I think, like, it's a lot of work. More work than to just be simply single or just date one person at a time. Or maybe two, I don't know. But I can't even do that. It says, you can't go to your favorite bar on all your dates because the others might see you there. That's what I'm saying. Great, now I have to find multiple destinations and completely different neighborhoods so I don't accidentally overlap and then have to find an awkward exchange in the middle of the street that's very true um i dated someone they they didn't never slept with them or had a relationship with them that that was their situation they literally was that much of a a man thoughty male whore (laughs) if you will that um it's it seems as if they couldn't really go anywhere so like the few times that we did go was always like I, I wouldn't say out of the way, but it was just like the most, it's like, but with, you know, there's this great restaurant right here, just, just right there. It's only like the, you know, because, um, some people, they just got to their face. A lot of people who's, um, married or in a serious relationship and, and they know like a lot of people maybe in a lot of places or they go to a lot of restaurants or places with their significant other or the waiters or the, you know, the staff might know them well, they'll do crap like that as well. <clears throat> so. Oh yeah, that, that was, I've seen people to go state over uh, and and been. I, I've caught the the neighbor at the uh, with the BJ's. I was out with my family. Like, hey, that my neighbor up the block all the way kissing the thing with this other one was that the wife. Anyway, um, it says your bartender knows what you're doing. You can just tell by looking at him. And I know he sees other people doing it too. The bar, they all see it. They see it all the time. You know what I mean? I mean that's part of the perks of, of working there. They never a dull moment. <laughs> Is that wait? I wonder. Oh, screen went out. I wonder if he has information I should know about. Yeah, because maybe he's seen um, somebody else come in. He really is the keeper to my freaky universe, and I should probably tip him more. I see that now. <laughs> Five. <laughs> one of them is having feelings for you, and it is not the one you like the most. Ah, oh, the story of my life. You know you're going to have to have to talk with one of them to tell them you're not interested in becoming exclusive. But also, they're really good at going down on you and losing that will suck. (laughs) Y'all so bad out here. (laughs) I live vicariously through y'all lives. (laughs) Bad ladies. (laughs) Bad girls. (laughs) Six. 
you're having feelings for one of oh wait yeah you're having feelings for one of them but you're not ready to give up on your cool new sex cult oh lord (laughs) i can't with y'all i kind of like one of them i do but i also currently like boning multiple randos more plus (laughs) if this is my own girl i would just be laughing every time she talked would just love to listen to her talk <laughs> plus it plus the honesty is refreshing like i just love honesty you know even if it's not something that i would do i still just appreciate the honesty and i get it plus isn't it better that i'm not old i mean to each their own like i said like it's, there's you, you know you're not into it you don't have to like hate or bash somebody else it says um plus i'm Plus, isn't it better that I'm not committing to someone I'm not sure about than to commit too soon and still reminisce about rando bonings? Yes. Yes, it is, she says. Seven, making sure one hookup isn't leaving things at your place that another hookup could find later. See, now that's what the guys used to get caught up in. You know, it's kind of like in um, Baby Boy when Connors was up in the backseat, he was being sloppy, and then I've had... um, I've had uh, found, you know, sometimes earrings in the car in the past. You know, the ladies always like finding, even if it's just dating the guys, there's always something um, weird lotion or perfume bottle. It could be like the littlest things, you know, whether you're dating them or you're in a relationship. But now this is what she has to worry about. She said, oh, this love note you left on my pillow in the morning is completely cute. She said, but now I have to hide it in an old grocery bag. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to shove it in my closet so the person I have coming over in an hour doesn't get offended by something they technically don't have the right to be offended by because it's only our third date. Oh, this lifestyle sounds so hard. (laughs) That's why people get caught up to or end up slipping up and get caught. It's not really that you can always execute all these things and pick up all that or like all that little evidence and stuff like she was just talking about. It's not always that you're going to always be able to. Sometimes you miss things like the condom wrapper, like you didn't tra- empty out the trash can by the bed or something, and there's like the condom wrapper thing in there, or it just didn't flush right or something. It's always some stupidness. Okay. <clears throat> it says eight. Wait. What if they're sleeping with other people too? Now, this is the part that kills me about the um the ones that sleep around. And it's like, okay, um, so what did you think? That it's just your freak fest going on over here and that the other person is just a participant in your freak show yeah just a squirrel in your world trying to get a nut right yeah that's it and that they pretty much waiting for you to call of course they maybe have other sexual partners she says how dare you see that's what i'm saying so it's like even though you want to do you and don't necessarily be attached to anything the thought of them sleep it, it is too much that's why i think it's a comf- i don't know how dare you and i mean and I do mean, how dare you? It is one thing for me to be dating multiple people, but I'm supposed to be the most incredible person you have ever met. You should see me. I'm shaking my head as I'm reading this. So much so that you cannot even fathom ever dating anyone else again as long as you live. Why can't you see that? Because that's what makes me a gigantic hypocrite, right? Yes, Heffa, yes. She says, fair point. Exactly, yes. But at the same time, there's a part of you that still thinks that way. And then I'm like, but then that's like technically asking all of them to be exclusively 
committed to you in a way, even if it's just sexually. Well, you're not to. Isn't that the way the world is working these days, though? Whatevs. Ah, nine. Should I feel guilty about this? Am I an asshole? I mean, plenty of people do this, right? I'm doing what you're supposed to do when you date. I'm dating around so I can make sure I'm with the right person ultimately. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Yeah, I feel guilty. When y'all gotta break certain dates and stuff. When you're on a date with one person but thinking about another person. God, she says, God, he's hilarious. And he has better cheekbones. Okay, focus. Yeah, on dates thinking about other people. I mean, it's just distracting. Texting is terrifyingly dangerous territory. She said, okay, I think I'm just going to copy and paste text all three of them as much as possible. Even if I double up on something, I can just pretend my phone sent the text twice done. Yeah, so people have done that. You know, I don't know. I, I, you know, my God, I'd be horrified. Could you imagine? I'm sure some people have been on the receiving end of, or caught people texting or me cheating that way. You got to text out for somebody else or something. Just something right. You know what I'm saying? You hit send. Sometimes you, um, too many people's under the same letter. You type the letter in or they got the same area code. You think you hit the right person. You open up the wrong text and boom. And again, even though you're supposed to still be just seeing somebody or dating somebody, it is still something that's kind of like, um... It just don't look right on your end. What if their roommate friend you met sees you on a date with someone else? It's always the possibility that's going to happen. Once again, the world's just way too small for me to be acting on like that. You know what I mean? I ain't got time. And um, it's, to me, it's just like it's just a matter of time. It's just too small of a world. Great. Now I've met another person who knows I'm dating this person. And I have to spend my dates with other people looking for that person like they're a spy who could cause my undoing. She said, which actually kind of sounds kind of fun, but still, no. Hell no. That shit is not cute. Wow. When you tell a story a bunch of times because you can't remember which one you already told it to, this is when it gets bad. This is when you're going to start to feel like a, you're gonna feel like a shitty person in time. Now, if you're a complete like, sociopath who doesn't care about anybody or a psychopath, you won't care because it's really all about you. And it's never been about anybody at all. But if you have even like a remote bit of consciousness left inside, I mean, you're going to, I mean, you're going to, after a while, they're going to be like, yeah, remember you told me you're going to feel even stupid on yourself. Like you're slacking on your pimping. And technically you are because you can't even keep up with anything anymore. Slacking. When you tell someone you just want to keep it casual for now and they think that just means you don't want to get married and have kids within a year. Oh, I'm sorry. When you tell someone you just want to keep it casual for now and they think that means you don't want to get married and have kids within the year. Whatever, I didn't get that. 15. Maybe y'all did. When they all drop off the map except for one and it's the one that you were the least into. Yeah, well, you know, that is the story of my life, you know. <sighs> the ones I want don't want me. Or it's always something going on. The timing is bad or whatever. And then if you were a serial dating or with somebody, it's like, oh, oh, boy, here he comes. Your least favorite. That's always how it works. She said, great. Now I'm dating one person like a commoner. Rest in peace. Oh, no, she didn't call people like me or whoever that date one person that time as a commoner. She said, rest in peace that time, that one time I dated like a boiler. Ooh, child. And that's the end of her little article, right? Yeah. That was 25.
Oh, no, it's 15. Yeah, she out of here going. All right, good. That was that. And then we're going to skip on over to baby girl who tried dating multiple people at once and failed epically. Ah. Mm-mm-mm. She said one. Having a type came back to bite her in the butt. What does that mean? Oh, she said, I'm drawn to um, men who are usually in business, development, sales, marketing fields. That's not all. When I dated multiple people at once, I unknowingly was seeing two men who were co-workers. Oh, foop. That's crazy. She said, this is not a drill. They actually discovered it themselves. Damn. And then literally sent me a Snapchat of them together. I was mortified. That's what I'm talking about. Can't nobody tell me. And then the luck that I gotta have, that I have in this universe sometimes with dating specifically and especially. I got, I got Jupiter and good luck playing around my sign, all that. I got, I got some fortune. But point is though, that's what I don't want. That's humiliating. And I had to happen to one of my friends in high school. And not only did they, um, know each other as friends they also as friends had got the same job together but one day she called the job she used to call the job looking for one and the other one um she would call on the cell phone but realized that one day he called her on the job phone but one day they were playing games with her and she, and she put two or two together and then um they just called on the three-way but they just let her know and she was actually sleeping with the both of them. She was not just dating the both of them. And I don't know that she was honest. I don't know. Everybody was young, but I know she was embarrassed. Two, I started to bore myself. First and second dates were always, always tend to cover the basics. Where you work, where you from, and so on. I also have a set of entertaining stories that I pull out to get a good laugh. The thing is, after telling these stories time and time again to my various suitors, I just got bored. I'd forgot which men I had. Wow, that's the same thing the other girl said. I'd forgot which men I had already told the stories to, and they'd respond with various forms of, yeah, yeah, you told me. You see, now I'm like, even if a guy, even, this is my thing too. Notice how she, they say that they all end up going away. Well, she the first one said everybody ends up going away, right? And that the one that was left behind was the one that she least wanted. It's a pretty good chance that the ones that you really wanted were really into you. But you started doing fuck shit like that. I'm just going to keep it real. Like, where they started to notice that even if you said you was dating other people, they just started to notice that you just not, you wasn't taking it seriously. And let's be honest, you wasn't. So... Maybe that's a good reason. Maybe, maybe that's the reason why a lot of the good ones, the ones that you wanted, um, leaving. Because after a while, you know, you start looking like, you know, I don't know, not not the one that they uh, that's uh, really serious about them. Heck, you can't even remember what story you told them or nothing. Three, she says my self care went down the window. Juggling my own schedule is hard enough, let alone of a significant other, let alone that of multiple dates. I felt like I barely had enough time to get an adequate amount of sleep, and sleep is very important to me. Anytime I did not have, any time I did have to relax was interrupted by texting these guys again, multiple at a time. Adding up, adding up all the time spent engaging in conversations felt like a second job. It's work. That's what I say. Four. My skin is too sensitive to shave every other day. Okay, this one is purely logistical. But with it being summer in the city, wearing jeans on dates was just not an option. It was a catch-22. Either embrace the razor burn and shave twice as often, or show up to dates in a puddle of sweat. 
well, <laughs> five. I 100% gained weight as a result of dating multiple people. When all this was going on, the vast majority of dates included food and drinks. We went out for dinner, went to food festivals, and saw movies. My calorie intake totally went up between the casual beers and fancy dinners. And I worked out way less often because I was so busy. Sure, I could have ordered the healthy choices, but I know myself. And if cheesy foods are an option, I will never say no. Six, I had to give them all nicknames. When filling my friends in on my latest romantic goings, naming each person got really confusing, especially when I was seeing two mats at the same time. I resorted to describing the guys like they were episodes of Friends. There was one from Miami. There was the one from Miami. Oh, my God. The one with the pit bull. Oh, my God. The one who ran marathons and more. Not only was it challenging to keep my friends up to date on everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so bad. Because oh. you're not, they're not even human beings anymore. That's like, that. I guess like, to me, it's I'm, like when I'm just reading this stuff, everybody seems so selfish. You, I mean, it's one thing if because you're. I thought if I thought the point of dating, if you were going to be serial dating, is supposed to be to take the time to get to know everybody, right? Somebody, um, on a more slowly, so so basis, without necessarily committing wholeheartedly to one person, but to get take the time to get to know one another. But at the same time, how can you ev- evenly or equally or fairly get to know four or five different guys? Like, and I mean, really know them well. You know, and then also have them know of you yourself. You're taking away from each guy to give to the other guy. And you're never, ever really giving any of the guys each of you fully. Then you wonder why the good ones go on the left one. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know how the system works. It just seems like a really selfish state of mind. She said, not only was it challenging to keep my friends up to date, but it also seemed to be, um, started to feel really impersonal. Right. Anytime I started talking about my dating life, it's just like, these might as well be objects at this point. The thing from this and the thing from that. Seven, I was always afraid of seeing them where I least expected it. You're always going to be looking over your shoulder. I don't like that. You know, you should be able to walk freely wherever you are and date whoever you want to be with without having to look over your shoulder because you done damn near dated the whole damn town and may have potentially slept with half. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. And not only in this state, in that state, too. And whatever, male or female. This is, like, really, that's ridiculous. To the point that you can't even go anywhere because you might accidentally realize that the probability and the chances are really that high that you're going to run into somebody. I don't know. I mean, for some people, it's an exciting life to live, to each their own. So she says, each time I went out with one guy, I was afraid I'd run into another, even when I wasn't with any of them. I felt a constant fear that I'd run into them, even though it was highly unlikely. It felt like I had five romantic satellites roaming around, and I never knew where they'd um, be or when. Eight. It felt like emotional whiplash. As I began to go on second and third dates, the dates all diverged and really started going at different paces. Going out with someone I really clicked with and then seeing another guy who hadn't progressed as much was exhausting. The stress of it ended up affecting my mood and energy and ultimately all the relationships ended. Yeah. She says, nine, read that again. All the relationships ended. Being involved with more than one person had so many negative side effects. And that ultimately led 
to the demise of every single's relationship. Oh, she said, over the course of a few weeks, all the relationships, see, a few weeks, of course. That gets played out and tired. Why would I even entertain a guy who's, who's telling me the same story over and over? It's clear as day, even if you say you're dating people, it's clear as day that you, it got to be more than two if you can't even remember that it was this person. Like, what's going on with you? <clears throat> you just look like a flaze. Over the course of the few weeks, all the ways to fizzle it out, I ended the first few and having the I'm sorry, but I didn't see this going anywhere conversation multiplies in a matter of weeks was terrible. Yeah. How many times are you going to get with I mean, just really. And especially if you're stuck. To top it all off, the guy I really liked eventually up entering. Ooh, see, listen, listen to this now. Listen to this. That's how y'all messing. I feel like people messing themselves up. To top it all off, the guy I really liked eventually ended things because he didn't feel like a priority. How does he feel like you're taking him seriously? That's my point. Exactly. That Then you ain't got no choice but to start moving like that. And guess what? It is the truth that you're not necessarily taking the time. That was the whole point to begin with. But everybody gets out of hand with it. In my opinion, and 10, I don't know how contestants on The Bachelorette do it. Dating more than one guy at the same time just left me feeling tired, guilty, and not myself. It took months for me to even have the desire to date again. And when I got back out there, I only put my focus on two people, a guy I liked and myself. Amen. Clap for that. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her that she came to that conclusion. I don't judge anybody, but I can give her a round of applause for that. That's very um, commendable and stuff. That's that's how you do that. You know, you can make mistakes and learn from things, but she sounds like she grew a lot from the experience, and maybe she needs the experience to grow. Now she knows, you know. And also, what about all the guys, maybe even, you know, the guys that now she noticed, even learned from learning from the guy that she said she really liked. For example, he said, like, you know, I do like you and stuff, but at the same time, I don't want to talk to you anymore because, you know, I don't feel like I'm a priority, and I'm looking for somebody that if I'm going to get with them, and, you know, you messing up yourself. So now she knows to focus on the guy she likes, find the guy you like, focus on, whatever, and mostly of all yourself. I say yourself first and then the guy. So that's the article. I thought that was um, pretty good. I like to get the insightful, honest um, ideas. I think that we're going to take a break, though, because there is one more I want to um, put in. Yeah, I'm going to take a break. What did she say? I'm dating multiple guys and I love it by Stassi Reed. Now, um, I like I said again, I want to share the views of people who like it and don't like it. I think it's only fair, or who experienced it and it failed, or the trouble they find, or you know whatever. But this one in particular, I feel like um, her mindset in the article more or less is what I want to talk about. The one who actually says I'm dating multiple guys and I love it. There were some things I noticed. Not a lot, but I'll talk about that when I come back after the break. And it is now 3.30 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time. And I'll see you in a little bit. Chapel's Counter. Chapel's Counter. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're back from break, and we're going to close out the final segment of Serial Killers with this article that I found entitled, um, I'm Dating Multiple Guys, and I Love It, by Stassi Reed on Bold.com. Let's see what Stassi has to say. I like these uh, three ladies' articles or blog posts and what they had to say about serial dating and their honest experiences with it. Stassi says um, she's always or had it 
ingrained in her mind that multiple dating is bad, taboo, and a surefire way to screw up her chances of finding the one. But after putting all of her eggs into one basket by dating one guy at a time on my quest to find Mr. Right, I decided to change my approach. Well, I think that's usually what it is um, that causes people to serial date. Sometimes I think people like to double their um, their chances or their odds, so to speak. It's like if you play, the more you play a lot, the more chances you have. She so, says so she's decided to change her approach and she thinks it's actually pretty great. Here's reason one why she thinks it's so great. She says she thinks it's really great because, um, or why she loves it is because guys do it too. So what's the big deal? I'm convinced multi-dating was invented by a man. And if guys are okay with seeing multiple women at the same time, then why should I feel bad about flipping the script and doing the same? I'm tired of putting all my energy into one person who isn't willing to do the same for me in return. So I feel like the tone in point one is like resentment towards men because they can do it. Um, maybe even in the past with her putting all her eggs in one basket and maybe focusing on one guy, she's found that maybe they were dating other people and it seems to work for them. And if they don't seem to care about us, then why should we care about them? So I get a tone of like resentment and, uh, definitely a frustration because she says she's tired of putting. So that's what we get with one, two. It's the only way I can remain unattached. I admit I have a major problem when it comes to getting too attached too soon and multi-dating eliminates the urge I have to cling on to someone right away. By dating multiple men, the connection is kept on a surface level. So the opportunity for me to fall head over heels for the wrong guy is slim to none. I like it better this way and that's why I'm not sorry about keeping a roster of men lined up. Hmm. She says what now? I get it, but then there was one thing that stuck out in my brain. Let me see. The connection is kept on the surface level, so the opportunity to fall head over heels for the wrong guy is slim to none. You don't have to multiple date to not fall for the wrong guys, ladies. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think like sheer common sense and, and female intuition. You don't have to multiple date to figure out if a guy is. And then, um, the ones that you would potentially fall into hell so you could pay attention to them. And I don't know. Anyway, three. I have a better chance of finding a long-term partner. In the long run, I like to find a partner who I can settle down with and start a life together. But that's not going to happen unless I multi-date. You see? like, So I feel like there's a sense of impatience here and a sense of rushing. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. By meeting different men and, and going out with them simultaneously, I can consciously determine how much they match up against each other, compare their strengths and weaknesses, eliminate the ones who are wrong for me, which will ultimately lead me to the right guy. But it could ultimately lead you to the wrong guy. Um, there's times when, you know, something at the time where you are in your life right now and the person who you are today, you feel like you know who you are and you feel like this might be the best guy for you. When in reality, fast forward one to two years later, when you think back to the time when you chose him and how you had these other options and these guys that you felt at the time you eliminated because you were comparing all these qualities and strengths that you felt that you were looking for at the time that you felt that you needed and were right for you, only to find out now because you've changed and you've grown learning the hard way that maybe you should have went for this guy. So I don't know that that's always the answer. Like, I don't know that I don't accept I, that I accept the answer that it's going to help you find Mr. Right faster or it's going to help you to find Mr. Right better. 
uh, I don't know that you get any more insight to Mr. Right than I have being single and slowly dating one at a time. Take it. I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. Four, time is of the essence and I don't want to waste it. I refuse to waste my time dating one person only for only for things to crash and burn after a month or two. So you'd rather date five or ten people to have all five or ten crash or burn after a month or two. I mean, I'm, I hear you. I hear you. I'm I'm here. I am listening. I am reading, rather. But, I, you know, I just, my brain. Anyway, dating with a purpose means I get to vet multiple guys at once, which eliminates the chance of me putting too much energy into the wrong person. I'm not getting any younger. Uh, neither am I, sis. She says, I'm not getting any younger, and I want to take advantage of every possible second of time. Um, five, it's not all about sex. Before you think I'm sleeping around with multiple men, let me just say that multiple dating doesn't mean I'm having sex with every guy that takes me out. For me, dating is about getting to know someone's personality, values, and morals, and sex can be introduced in the equation once we both decide to be in a committed relationship, exclusive relationship. I'm obviously not in a relationship with any of the men I'm seeing, so sex isn't even on the table. With sex out of the equation, I can focus on getting to know these guys for who they truly are without getting hypnotized by what they can offer me behind closed doors. And even then, guess what? Men can change on you. You think you know somebody, and like five years later, they change down the road. So, you know, I'm, I hear you, but that's not always proof positive. What they're saying or what she's saying is the signs. Six, some of them turn out to be just good friends. Just because I don't feel a romantic connection with a guy doesn't mean he's banished from my life forever. Seeing a bevy of men means I can end things without cutting them off for good. In some cases, I've even stayed friends for a few guys I went out with. All isn't lost, and who wouldn't want to make more friends anyway? Seven. Goodbye comfort zone. Although I'm now quite comfortable with dating multiple men, there's still that thrill that comes along with keeping my options open. I'm sort of like, ooh, I'm doing something really bad, but it feels really cool. My social calendar is full of fun dates and activities, and the idea that one of the men I'm seeing might turn out to be the love of my life makes multi-dating even more exciting. Eight, I'm dating guys I typically wouldn't. When I opened myself up to multi-dating, I also decided I would give a guy a chance, even if he wasn't my type of guy I usually go for. By ignoring my preconceived height requirements and other superficial characteristics I previously looked out for, I was encountering more men who aligned with all the items that were on my mental must-have list. Mental must-have list. I like that she has that. And that's what I was saying the other day in another episode, that things you're looking for don't always come in that specific package that you always have. Sometimes that's something you got to step outside the box, and you'd be surprised um, which, how what you're looking for sometimes come in the most unsuspect, unexpected of packages. And I didn't say the packages are uglier. I just said a little different than what you, that you, what you thought or what you were expecting. Um, <clears throat> she said it opens the door to more honesty. And lastly, she says, um, at the end of the day, the choice is hers. Before I came comfortable with dating... Uh, hold on. Actually, it opens the door to more honesty. I don't go around shouting from the rooftops that I'm a serial dater. However, if a guy I'm seeing asks me if I'm seeing other people, I tell them the truth right away. There's no need for me to keep a secret that I'm seeing more than one person. 
I'm on my own quest to find the amazing relationship that I desire, and any man that I'm dating has to be okay with that. At the end of the day, the choice is mine. Before I became comfortable with dating more than one man at a time, I'd stay in relationships and situations with the wrong guys for way too long. Well, you could have left. Deep down, I was scared of being alone and starting... I'm just still scared of being alone. That I just... Um, See, look, look, I was scared of being alone and starting all over. I keep seeing the same man over and over again, and even though I knew things would, wouldn't work out. Uh, multi-dating has made it much easier for me to drop the men who are wrong for me without living the inherent fear of being completely alone. I'm never by myself because there's always someone who's a short phone call, Snapchat, or Instagram DM away. I love it. Yeah, but see, now you're basically saying I'm never alone because I serial date. So you never spend time alone. You have no idea what it's like to be alone because you're always with someone. Whether Now you just feel like you have control, but at the same time, the, the real thing is like you've just found a way for you to never, ever have to be alone again. I guess if that's what makes her happy, that's cool. But at the same time, it just seems as if... Um, I don't know. We'll see. Just that's just what she says. Teach their own. Also, I wanted to state that um the what was what was it that I mentioned earlier? Um with the study, the marriage market size. I want to say that there are some guys out there that just probably just don't care at all. As long as, like, well, some people probably just say that, you know, whatever happened before me is before me. I just care about what's going on right now. That's my, pretty much my attitude about it. I don't necessarily go in and ask no man, like, how many, you know. I would pay attention to if he's just, like, maybe a little bit too promiscuous, but that's just because, you know, I'm not necessarily sure, you know, obviously it's just not, just not safe. <laughs> and safety's first. But I wouldn't necessarily be like, well, how many, you know, because I just don't, I never thought that was an appropriate question. And, and um, I would just care about pretty much what they're doing with me now in a relationship but as far as being faithful, honest, and um, committed, you know, in that kind of aspect. So that's what we touched on today with serial dating. Are you a serial dater? Would you serial date? Have you done it? Can you relate to any one of these women here? Are you more like me? I don't know that you, you know. Just, I, I, first of all, I couldn't even, I wish, maybe if I had, like, four decent, I mean, at least by looks-wise and mental attraction, I maybe would try it, but it just never happened, and um, I still can't, I just can't, I would just feel, I don't know, but I, I never really liked two people that way, like, the same way at the same time, and I never really could just entertain people that I don't like, I guess, being a demonstrator, it was very weird. It has to be a very, like, specific formula for me, but, um, yeah, that's today's episode, though, on serial dating. Um, I hope it helps somebody or maybe just trying to, um, help me to at least see, like, the different mindsets and stuff like that. Me, I'm still not sold on serial dating, <laughs> so I just wouldn't be able to keep up with everybody, and I'm the type of person, like, I would like to give my all to the person that I'm with or give them all of me in a sense, you know, <clears throat> give them my undivided attention or whatever, or build. I mean, I'm about building, even if it is a friendship, I'm about building. Um, you know, I'm not saying that you can't have a lot of friends all at one time, but at the same time, even like your closest friends out of a lot out of your group of friends, you want to you know somehow invest a little bit of time or, or something to, to to which is what makes it a little bit more special. So yeah, I'm looking for more meaningful relationships and stuff, not things that's just um, fly by night or popcornish. And on that note, um, I'll see you all a little later. Right now it's 3:50 a.m. 
Eastern Standard Time, aka one c Times, early Sunday morning. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Thank you all for listening once again. I appreciate you all so much. Can't do it without you. I'll be back a little later on, maybe a little later on this morning or later on in the evening with another episode. Um, but I'll see you a little later here on Chapel's Corner. Y'all be good. Thank you.